0: This is the Humanity First podcast. I am Chris Reinwell, the CEO and president of BAMSI. He is Peter Evers, and we're joined in just a few moments here on the podcast today by the mayor of Brockton, Mayor Sullivan. We're going to have an in-depth discussion about how partnerships between nonprofits, uh, local businesses, and government can work, and what is the future of Brockton and BAMSI's role uh, in that, as we welcome in uh, Peter Evers right now. Peter, how are you?
1: Well thanks, Chris. How are you doing?
0: Good. Appreciate you joining us for the show. And before Mayor Sullivan joins us, I'm just curious as to, you know, what you feel a, a optimal partnership is with a large employer such as we are and a nonprofit entity that provides essential services, you know, can be for a, a city like Brockton and you know, the role that the nonprofits as well as the businesses in the community should play in shaping the future economic development of a entity like Brockton?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a good question, Chris. It's also a complicated question as well. When you think about nonprofits, uh, tax status and the fact that um, in some towns um, have many uh, nonprofits and are not you know, paying uh, um, business taxes in the same way that for profits are. And the city, some cities, not Brockton, but some cities get pretty sore about that when they think that there's tax revenue not coming in. So I think it's incumbent upon those nonprofits to really make themselves of great use to a city um, so that that, that relationship is, is, uh, is maintained. And obviously what we do is of great use to the, to the um, people of Brockton in terms of the services that we provide. You know, I think about the helpline and we talk about the helpline a lot. It's a tiny little program that has punch punches way above its weight in terms of meeting the needs of the um, you know, folks uh, who are in poverty in the city of Brockton and has done that for many years. Um, I, usually um, people point to that as something that's really important that we do, um, but it, it's more than that, I think. It's also making sure that you're involved in the politics, not the politics as such, but with the politicians, with those folks who are trying to run the city and You know, for instance, BAMSI, and I I haven't done this, but Tony Simonelli did this for years. Every time there was a mayoral um, election, BAMSI would host the debates. Um, And obviously the debates would, you know, sort of revolve around human service type issues. Uh, But right in the middle of it, um, you know, I think it's always good press to to be involved in that um, and helping our um, staff understand um, the legislative and the legal um, and governmental processes that are going on. Um, I think you have to be very intentional about it. You can't just sit there and say, I'm just going to do my own thing anymore. It's not about that. It's about partnerships uh, and it's about building trust. And I, I believe that's what's happened between the city of Brockton and, and Bamsey over the past, really, 40 odd years.
0: Yeah, Mayor Sullivan is the 50th mayor of Brockton, and this is his first term He's a city council member for Fourteen years was elected uh, last November um, for his um, first term as mayor of uh, Brockton. He has been uh, addressing, as everyone has, the the COVID nineteen situation. We're going to talk a little bit about that, vaccine distribution, and um, also economic development in uh, in Brockton as well. And from from your perspective, what are some of the the major areas that you feel that Bamsi and um, The city of Brockton can work together. You referenced the the helpline there. Are there other projects that you feel be mutually beneficial um, between the two?
1: I do. Um, And there are some other longstanding ones. Um, You know, I'm sure many people listening to the podcast are aware that um, every month, I think it's every third Thursday of the month, uh, we um, have a food delivery of thousands of pounds of food from the Great Boston Food Bank. Um, and um, a, a bunch of volunteers from BAMSI um, arrive at seven o'clock in the morning and we bag, you know, unload the food and bag the food and then deliver it to um, to the towers uh, like Dawn Davis and, uh, and others, Campanella. And, um, you know, that, again, that's a really important connection that we have um, with the social services of the city of Brockton as well. The other thing that we've been talking about recently, Chris, is, um, you know, during the, during the pandemic, there's been this terrible issue about, um, about daycare, you know, with the, with the lockdown, many daycares have closed. Um, many people don't have backups and many people have had to, um, leave employment, uh, because they haven't been able to secure, uh, to their idea, uh, adequate, uh, daycare services or childcare. So we've been, uh, actually last week, we had an exploratory conversation with the mayor and the, um, Um, superintendent of schools um, and the HR department there to say, is there something we can do together? Are there some buildings that uh, are not in use at the moment that we could leverage to provide that sort of care, whether it be childcare, daycare or uh, backup daycare. Um, And we're, we're looking at the cost of that. We're looking at uh, the resources. uh, And that certainly is, uh, I think a very exciting Um, prospect that we would be able to do that for our staff, but maybe also for the staff from the city of Boston, the as well.
0: I think that's a really good idea. And it's interesting because I was going to bring this up a little bit later, but uh, in filming our new um, I am essential campaign to focus on mental health care and clinicians, we were uh, at Whitman and um, we were upstairs and we watched a a video back in uh, high school about Chernobyl and how like time just kind of stopped there, and as we were walking around upstairs, it was it was like that where all the calendars were still set to March two thousand and twenty, and people had left their desks. It was it was remarkable, but that's another example of how you know those people have been working from home uh, for uh, the last now nine months, and that is space that is available um, and may be available you know moving forward as. Um, and it's an interesting topic perhaps for a podcast moving forward about what your vision is, you know, post COVID and whether there's going to be more flex and more people working from home and how telehealth is going to work into, you know, the future of this company. But yeah, I mean, there's opportunity for um, and space available for this type of a, of a program within facilities uh, all over the region um, because of the fact that there's going to be less workforce in each uh, area. And, you know, childcare could become a a part of that.
1: Yeah, and it's incredibly expensive. Childcare is is a huge portion.
0: of are preaching to the choir on that, Peter. I'm yeah, that's
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, so, so, really, this is it, this is not just about um, you know serving those people who are who already work at Ramsey, but I think it's also a recruitment um, tool as well if we can pull this off because. There aren't too many people. There are some who provide that uh, service. But the um, the good news about that is that people can be assured that if we do this, we won't do it half-heartedly. It will be the highest quality um, that we can possibly um, provide um, you know, with our staff, many of whom, of course, if you look at the EI folks and um, can they're, they're very used to um, uh, providing services for little ones. And so the the buildings that we have are, um, are sort of tailor made for that as well. So I think it's a, I think it's a great opportunity.
0: That's going to be the the final piece you're mentioning. You know, making Bamsi a more attractive uh, place for qualified workers, and that's another important partnership between uh, Bamsi and the city of Brockton. Is we are if we're not the largest employer, we're right up there uh, in terms of being one of the largest employers in Brockton. And in my view, it is really important to have that hand in hand relationship because, you know, if a person is going to be moving from uh, one place to another, they're going to be looking at where they're going to live. And um, for us to be an attractive um, destination, um, for a individual who is say working in Lawrence or Lowell and is interested in moving down to Brockton you know the schools the um, the quality of life um, government services all of that is really important and the economic development of of Brockton moving forward so you know that type of back and forth where that's why in my view not to toot our own home but why we're so important to Brockton is not only we're providing these essential services but we're also such a large-scale employer and and that relationship is one that really needs to, to maturate moving forward and is a win-win. What do what do our potential workers want, and how can Brockton meet that uh, to create a, a future um, in the city uh, for the community, for individuals that are living there, and also a future for our employment? Yeah,
1: I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that's the importance of the conversation that we're about to have, I think, with the mayor to see, well, you know, what are your plans, and um, how are we raising um, the uh, the spotlight, really, or putting the spotlight on Brockton for the rest of the state? Because there are so many opportunities, I believe, in this area. When you think about it, we're equidistant from, you know, from Providence and from, from Boston. And, um, and there's a big sort of pool of folks that we can draw from. Uh, and I think those public... Um, private partnerships that we're talking about here are uh, putting your heads together and saying, yes, we want to recruit people. Yes, we want to pay them, but how can we sell this? How do we sell? You know, I remember when, when I used to work up in New Hampshire and we were looking to bring um, uh, we were looking to bring physicians up to Concord that the selling point was the white mountains. The selling point was the, was the ocean of Portsmouth. You're never uh, an hour away from, Uh, from anything. The same thing here, I would say with Brockton, there are so many things that are near to you, And how are we pushing that out as a package to people to say, it's not just a work thing, it's a quality of life thing. It's a, an education thing for your children. It's help, you know, uh, talking about work for the, uh, for the other spouse, you know, all of those things we need to be sort of putting into a package and making, 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 letting people know how attractive uh, Brockton is, because I think it's a well-kept secret right now.
0: Indeed, you're about a half hour from uh, the Sagamore and uh, and Bourne Bridges onto the Cape, and about a half hour from the ocean, as you mentioned, equidistant between uh, Providence and uh, Boston as well, and many individuals looking at leaving those more urban centers and looking for a, a better quality of uh, residential life.
1: Well, this morning, I'm uh, very pleased to say that we have a little bit of time um, with Mayor Sullivan, who is the mayor of Brockton. Uh, and uh, we've been talking a lot during this crisis. Um, and uh, certainly, um, Mayor Sullivan is one of the busiest people I know. And so thank you so much for agreeing to come and spend a little time with us on our podcast. Um, our, uh, our objective really is to communicate with all of our staff around what's going on. Uh, in Bamsey. And, you know, because we are such uh, great partners and have been over many, many years, um, we just thought it would be a great idea to um, have you come in and talk a little bit about um, your response, the city of Broxton's response to these um, bizarre times. I'm not going to say unprecedented, because apparently (laughs) that's the most overused word in the English language now, Um, but bizarre times where Um, we've really had to do a lot of adjusting. And I would say, uh, Ms. Sullivan, you've had to deal with a lot of grief as well um, and with the loss of life over the last eight months. And it's always a very uh, sobering moment for me on your calls when you read out uh, the number of losses that we've had. Um, But also I would say that had it not been for your Administration's ability to react to this, it would have been a, a great deal worse. So, thank you for everything that you've done for for the city of Brockton over the well over your term, but especially over the last year. So, uh, maybe we could talk a little bit about, from your perspective, you know, how you've managed it and how you see the future.
2: Yeah, I mean, first of all, thank you for your leadership, Peter, and and. Um, everything that Bamsey offers to not just the city of Brockton, but, you know, the community as a whole and the Commonwealth. And um, I mean, you hit it on the head. I mean, COVID has truly uh, been such a harmful virus to the city of Brockton. Um, 334 loss of life, as I talked to you right now, 7,921 total cases since the Commonwealth started calculating. And Right now, there's 1,681 Brockton residents with active positive cases of, of COVID-19. So it really has ravaged us from a uh, health standpoint, a financial standpoint, an emotional standpoint. And, um, you know, all I can say is um, when I took office uh, January 6th as mayor of the city of and it was truly an honor and a privilege. Um, I grew up here, you know, and and. I joke about it, but um, I'm the 50th mayor of the city of Brockton and I turned 50 this year, so I joked about it. But um, the sobering news came in in February and March when um, we knew it was coming. Um, My wife's a physician assistant, um, and she had told me about this virus that was in Europe and China. And so, um, you know, I had a a task force meeting early on with all the local hospitals and a lot of the different leaders, um, industry leaders here in Brockton to try to figure out. And what I always say is, let's plan for the worst and hope for the best. And um, I hired a medical consultant, Dr. Rick Herman, who's an MD, Peter, and used to head up the ER at both local hospitals, Good Samaritan and Brockton Signature. And so, you know, the things that I needed to do as mayor, um, because my job is to make sure we have a safe, healthy community. Um, And in terms of what it was doing to our our people, our residents, um, not unique to Brockton, it was throughout the country and the world. But... Um, you know, I needed to say, hey, what what actions do I have as mayor? So, fi- filing executive orders to close City Hall to the public uh, without appointment, uh, you know, reducing staff, uh, having a mandatory curfew. Um, you know, we are, have started to hire ambassadors. They're going to be um, folks that are going to be working for the city of Brockton to do reach out. So, in terms of educating and informing, you know, it's all hands on deck is, is my mantra. Um, you know, working with BAMC and all the organizations that provide such wonderful assistance to our residents. Um, But also I'm not medically trained, right? I'm a lawyer with an MBA, so I don't know medicine. So I needed to surround myself um, with the neighborhood health center and the hospitals, including the VA and, um, you know, all the nursing homes, because right off the bat, 40% of our loss were our seniors at nursing homes. So, you know, I also wanted to make sure, Peter, that, you know, when we get past COVID, whenever that is, and I hope it's soon, Um, we're going to be set for some stability because right now our mom and pop businesses are hurting. We're losing businesses right now. Um, So really in terms of um, what I've done, what I'll continue to do is, you know, we have to continue to utilize uh, social media, the billboards on route 24. We did a mailing uh, 36,000 household mailing to just inform and educate again, best practices. We know what it is, right? Wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands, um, but again, Brockton has always been a beautiful, diverse community. So uh, it has to be done in a way that uh, addresses that, you know, multiple languages, you know, uh, beautiful friends from Cape Verde and, and, and Haiti and Angola and Nigeria and Latin communities. So um, really working diligently, really working diligently with the, um, the community activists and the ethnic groups here in Brockton, uh, try to figure out how we can um, maintain our daily dashboard, which I know you see, Peter, and it is sobering. Um, but we've been in a red classification now for months and months and months. And, um, unfortunately I was on a call last night with 12 different mayors, uh, led by mayor Walsh. And, um, you know, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets a lot better. So, um, you know, my, my job as as mayor, uh, it's, it's not an easy job, but, but I, but I, 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 love being the mayor of Brockton. I never would have expected in the year 2020 that we're dealing with a worldwide pandemic, but we are so, you know, to be able to, um, at least have a glimmer of hope of vaccines coming. Um, I don't want people to have a false sense of security though. The vaccines are going to take a lot of time before they're rolled out in the city of Brockton. Um, You know, they're at the local hospitals to help the clinicians at the hospital. But in terms of mass distribution, um, we already have a plan in place. It will be a Brockton High School, uh, largest public high school east of the Mississippi. But, um, you know, I just, again, I want to thank you. I want to thank Bamsey. Um, You know, we we've been able to really leverage uh, our relationships, but also resources Um, emotionally right now, people are drained. They really are. And it's, it's just a, it's a scary time. Um, You know, I, 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 as a dad of three young kids, uh, remote learning is not normal. It's not the type of education we all were brought up with. You know, you go to school every day and you hang out with your friends and you learn those days are gone right now, but you know, as mayor, I also chair the school committee and the seven elected school committee members that serve with me. So we need to figure out how we can get kids back in the classroom. Um, That's going to be a healthy, safe environment for the boys and girls, but also the staff and the teachers. So, you know, all I can say right now is, um, you know, my role as mayor is a daunting task, um, but I work with people like yourself, Peter, um, true, true uh, experts in the industry and Another uh, group of folks that I'm really working with and I have for months and months about our, our pastors our different clergy members here locally. Uh, it doesn't matter what religion you are. The outreach for the pastors really surpasses my outreach. So, um, you know, it's about collaboration, working together. We're going to get through COVID, but unfortunately, we're not there yet. So, again, a podcast like this is brilliant and it really does inform and educate. So thank you. Well, thank you. And thank um, you.
1: You know, I think I think one of the things that is most impressive is is just that man. the fact that people are working together, you know, and when I see politically in other places and, and you know, in, in D.C. and places like that, where this has become essentially a political football, it just hasn't happened here. And I, I think that's because you've been able to pull everybody together, keep everybody at the table, be on message, um, you know, and I, I really commend you for doing that. You're doing a great job.
0: Thank you. I want to pivot a little bit onto um, economic development, and I think that on the other side of COVID, and as you referenced, Mayor, hopefully that is uh, coming sooner rather than later. um, There's tremendous opportunity for um, a city like Brockton, and for many other, um, you know, suburban and even rural type of areas where uh, individuals have um, started to become more interested in leaving. Urban centers, and you know, I'm curious as to what you feel opportunities exist um, for Brockton and Bamsi to you know, to partner moving forward, as you know, Bamsi provides essential services, but also a large scale employer. And I feel that you know, partnerships and collaborative efforts are so significant um, to achieve um, goals that can be mutually beneficial across the board. How do you feel that the the nonprofit business and government um, entities should intersect in order to build uh, Brockton's future?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And the synergy is real. And uh, being a business guy, you know, you have to create a platform for building uh, blocks for success. And I will tell you right now, and I am biased because my wife and I were born and raised here, but Brockton is really uh, ripe for success. We know that we see that you know we have three commuter stops here in Brockton, 35 minutes into South Station in Boston. At price point right now, um, blows away Quincy, Braintree, Dorchester, Southie, Charlestown. Um, Young professionals are moving here. I'll give you an example. My chief of staff was living in Beacon Hill, um, working at Boston City Hall, and and she came to Brockton to be my chief of staff, and she saves a thousand bucks a month rent. Um, I mean that's real money, especially if you have student loans and the like. So. Um, you know, all I can tell you right now is one thing I did during COVID was I made a, a clear decision not to close down construction. Um, other mayors throughout the Commonwealth did that. They just halted. And I said, you know what, we can do it in a safe way. And, um, and it's paid off. I mean, we have, um, you know, so much investment going on right now in the core of the city. But my view is we need to spread it. Right. So Brockton's broken up into sectors, Montello section, Campello section, the village Um, And really in terms of the tools in the toolbox for development, you know, we offer ties and gifts and historic tax credits. And, um, you know, I will tell you this, and I say this with pride, if Brockton was a stock, we should all be buying it because the upside and the return on investment is real. So to try to uh, continue to leverage our relationships with the nonprofit is a really uh, key component of that success building. Um, I also want to thank the Baker-Polito administration um, they've been really helpful in terms of, um, you know, working with us and giving us additional grant money as a gateway community. Um, you know, we, we need to benefit from that. Um, and also again, it, the synergy and in the, in the connection between politics and government and business is real. And I understand that. So really the way that I look at it is my, um, my goal as mayor is to have a thriving economic uh, base. It helps everybody that lives and works in the city of Brockton. So You know, we have 500 housing units in the queue right now. Uh, Trinity Financial was the first uh, that took a leap of faith in the core of the city with a $30 million investment uh, across from W.B. Mason. Mm -hmm. You know, the world headquarters of W.B. Mason's in the core Mm -hmm. of the city of Brockton. Um, And, you know, at the end of the day, if you look at the offerings that Brockton has, like I said, the best, in my humble opinion, the best public um, education in the Commonwealth and, and up there nationally. But in terms of history, if you look at Brockton's history, um, we're right now we're, we're coming into Christmas and the first department store Santa was here in Brockton, James Edgar, the first electrified fire station was here in Brockton. Thomas Edison lived in Brockton and he did that. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we are the city of champions and you can talk about Rocky Marciano and marvelous Marvin Hagler, but really what makes Brockton the champions are the people, people that live here and work here. So I'm excited. I really am. And, you know, I joke to, uh, to other mayors like, uh, the mayor Quincy, you know, they're the city of presence. We're the city of champions and champions are always, uh, you know, we're going to get knocked down, but we're going to get back up and we're going to be <laughs> swinging um, and we're going to get to where we need to be. Um, COVID has definitely put, you know, put a stall on some of our plans. But another thing that I don't know if you guys are aware of, but Hollywood is really recognizing Brockton. So we have a major Netflix motion picture coming here in January, January to film a list, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Street, people coming to Brockton. Um, and, and we just, you know, we just did an AMC um, series here in Brockton, Emmy Award winning actress uh, Annie Murphy. Uh, that's real. And, and you know, they could go anywhere and they're choosing Brockton because of many offerings we have. And, you know, our warehouse space. We used to be at one time, and I'm sure you both know this, the shoe, shoe manufacturing of the world, not even the United States. And, you know, we uh, we have a lot of um, talented people here with skill sets and Peter hires many of them. I mean, Bamsey has a lot of Hired from Brockton, Brockton residents, you know. Absolutely. And um, I just, you know, I'm, I'm the, you know, I can say I'm the biggest cheerleader for Brockton, and I feel that. But um, I won't be mayor forever, but I'll be a Brocktonian forever, and it's far-reaching and it's, it's really exciting.
0: One more from for me, and then I'll hand it back to, to Peter. What do you envision the economic development, um, you know, looking like? Is it going to be a a base of you know people who are in the gig economy? Are they commuters from from Boston? Um, Brockton is a tremendously diverse community as well. Um, how do you go about in planning this future, um, keep, that, keep what Brockton is, um, but also you know, bring in uh, individuals who are going to add to, uh, to Brockton? And do you see it being one that is you know, a manufacturing type of base? Do you see individuals who are working in a, you know, a gig economy? Where, where do you see, you know, Brockton, you know, 10 years from now? Is it, you mentioned the fact that um, there's three commuter rail stops. Are they, are they commuters who, who live in Brockton but work somewhere else or are people who live in Boston and commute to Brockton? What, what is your vision for um, what the, you know, the city of Brockton looks like, say, 10 years down the road um, from an economic, economic development perspective?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And, and again, because of our diversity, we want to leverage those. So we want to support wholeheartedly embrace our already owned businesses. And there's a plethora here in the city of Brockton. In terms of um, how I figure Brockton is going to go, I mean, healthcare industry here in the city of Brockton, again, we have three hospitals, right? We have the VA, we have Good Sam, and we have a Brockton Signature, a neighborhood health center. Um, we can never forget that. Um, but also, you know, you look at like a WB Mason that's been here for 100 plus years. And then um, the fact that a lot not a lot of people know that we have a major fiber loop that runs through the city of Brockton. So, you know, our tech companies are talking to us, our biomedical are talking to us. Uh, you know, we have hedge fund people calling us um, because they they really see the benefits. So I don't think it's going to be one specific industry. Um, you know, right now we're in the talks with, um, you know, the food industry. Um, we have Cindy's Kitchen, which is uh, nationally here. We have Concord Foods, nationally here in the city of Brockton. So, uh, in terms of manufacturing, I, I think that that will be, um, you know, a recipe that will be included in this recipe of a, a great Brockton. But I think it's gonna it's gonna tell over time because um, you know we still have wonderful mom and pops that are doing leap of faith in the core of the city. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, I welcome anybody and everybody that has a business plan that wants to talk. Um, I sit down. Now the new normal is Zoom, so we do Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. But I really, Chris, the way I envision Brockton is it's going to be a little this and a little of that, um, but it's ultimately going to be really uh, a situation in a community that will be thriving. Um, And I believe um, when we look at our partners for the state and federal, they realize that as well. Um, You know, uh, Congressman Lynch has been great, and Senator Mark and Warren have been great. And so we're getting some federal and state assistance here. But I really feel that at the end of the day, um, a five-year snapshot right now is going to be 100% different than when you look at it. We're going to have COVID-19 in the rearview mirror by that time, thank God, um, and we're going to be able to rebound. And, and I really, I just want to thank everybody because it's not just me. My title is mayor, but, you know, my biggest job is dad and husband. So I think at the end of the day, what I, what I really envision Brockton is that the up, uptick is real. Um, you know, partners such as Bamsey and their growth and thinking outside the box of how they can include and enhance their already existing, um, you know, offerings. Uh, and, and really, at the end of the day, um, if you don't know about Brockton and you're listening to this podcast, I would encourage you to please look into it because it's a wonderful, wonderful community. What a,
1: what a great way to finish. And <clears throat> I suppose I would say, yeah, that I, I, I don't know if you know, but I wasn't born in Brockton. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but I've spent significant time in Brockton <clears throat> in the early 90s, you know, between uh, 07 and 11, and now I'm back again. And every time I've sort of returned to work in this community, it's looked different. Uh, and I will say that, uh, that even in the decade since I last worked in Brockton, there is a different feeling about it. <clears throat> And that's why I think you know, with your work, you're attracting this kind of attention. Um, and I think it, that's where there is um, some simpatico with us as well, because we're trying very much to uh, fill many of the vacancies that we have and look for talent that is out there and, and make us a preferred employer in the area. And I think it is, I think it's about selling, not only the shift that you work on a Saturday night, but the city that you live in, the pride that people take in that city, and and there's a buzz. There's a buzz about Brockton. You know that you're so right. The high school has been a hidden gem, I believe, uh, ever since I've uh, known it. And many friends who teach uh, there and have done wonders. You know, when you think about that musical, uh, the music program that they have there, and all of those other things, uh, and so. Uh, you know, thank you for for being that cheerleader, and um, it's just a question of getting it out, getting the word out that this is a place where you know you can raise a family and uh, and live a great life and
2: work for Bamsey.
1: and, uh, and that's the cherry on top of that cake.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a win-win, and and like anything, if you if you're the CEO of of Bamsey or the mayor of Brockton or uh, you know just just a mom and pop, um, it's all about marketing, right? Um, you know, when I run for office, a campaign is marketing. Right now we're marketing best practices to stay, stay uh, healthy and safe during COVID. Um, but the marketing in terms of the city of Brockton is real, uh, and it's going to be really ramped up soon. Uh, but I just, again, I just want to, um, first of all, thank both of you. Um, podcasts now reach an audience that, um, you know, is, is just so far reaching and so beneficial. So again, if anybody um, listening has any questions for me, uh, I'd love to chat uh, offline. You know, 508-580-7123 is the mayor's office. Um, we are unfortunately close to the general public, but we have appointment only. And I, I'd be, you know, ready, willing, and able at any time to talk to anybody. Um, that's what it means, you know, to be a leader. You have to be a good listener uh, and an effective listener. And again, I just want to um, first of all take a moment to wish both of you a happy, safe holiday season. And the key word is safe. And uh, cheers to uh, a better 2021 without question.
0: Yeah, appreciate that. And I think we'll definitely continue the conversation on marketing and dual recruitment efforts and um, you know work together in order to tell Brockton's story and uh, in order to uh, enhance both of our um, collective uh, efforts. So appreciate your time and look forward to uh, talking again soon.
1: Thank you again, both of you. Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: All right, that is the mayor of Brockton joining us here on the Humanity First podcast. Mayor Sullivan, I am Chris Ryan for Peter Evers. Appreciate you joining us. Have a great rest of the day, everybody.